Night. Last night, though, only two for five with a home run and a triple. Okay. Boy, that Yasiel Puig, man, I, I should probably just cut him. He's not very good. Yeah. I'd rather have Miss Puigi on. <laughs> really? I'd rather watch that opera Puigi and Bess. And on that terrible joke, welcome back to episode 10 of Raisin Brent. I'm Ray. And I'm Brent. And today we're going to be giving you two heaping, helping scoopfuls of stuff. Stuff. Uh, we are talking Good baseball stuff, over though. here because we are a sports slash comedy slash pop culture slash trolling podcast. Yeah, that's true. Okay, thank you for adding that. <laughs> You're looking at me like as you know we had some routine work down something I was going to say and we we didn't. What have we spent the last two hours doing if we don't actually have any routines put together? Watching funny musical videos on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, that's all we do. There's the prep you've just seen behind the scenes of Raisin Brand. So we're talking a little bit of baseball right here, because as I go over here, it sure looks like your Detroit Tigers are still in first place. Yeah. Just took three out of four games from the dastardly Boston Red Sox. That's the actually pretty that's a good. That's a good series for you guys. Yeah. Boston's good good team this year. How's Kansas City doing? Third place. Third place. And how many games out are they? I think six and a half. Six and a half games out. And what's our magic number? It was six, seven. right? Oh, seven. it was, wasn't six? Seven. Six and a half? It was seven. Come on, who cares? Welcome There's still a hundred games left. To the danger zone. Da, 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 da. It's highway to the danger zone. Oh. But yeah, if you want to change the words to Kenny Loggins. Yeah, I, uh, Sir Kenny Loggins now, I believe. I believe he was just knighted, Sir Kenny Loggins. I saw someone hitting him with a sword. I don't know if that means he got knighted or maybe that's Could have been Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh. Did Kenny Loggins appear in Game of Thrones? Sir Kenny Loggins. Sir Kenny Loggins. Sir Loggins. Sir Loggins of House Lannister. I sentence you to death. Death by exposition. Sir Loggins, you are a deserter from the... The prison camps of Ulkabul. No, what are these guys called? The guys that c- cover the wall. What are they called? The, uh, uh, the Brotherhood? The dark, is it the Dark the, Brotherhood? The Dark Brotherhood from Skyrim? I'm getting it. I get very confused. Yeah, but Skyrim and Game of Thrones are very similar. They are very similar. There's like Winterhelm, and then there's like Winterfeld, mm-hmm. which is maybe like a Jewish version of Winterhelm. Although the human, you know, uh, uh, sexual relations are much different on Skyrim and Game of Thrones. They, nobody really touches each other in Skyrim, yeah, that I've noticed. In Skyrim, people kind of awkwardly hug each other, and that's... I tell you, like, the story of Skyrim and why I'm the worst person in the world. I'm going to just... Because this is what we do in Raisin Brent. We just move around topics where we feel like... I do one of the most terrible things with my main character in Skyrim was I go to this one of the first towns you end up at, right? And then there's a young lady, and then there's two gentlemen trying to seek her affections. There's a human and an elf, and they both don't like each other, and they're both trying to get with this chick, right? Yeah. And so they're, like, bad-mouthing, and you can kind of help them out. And then finally, the elf dude comes over to me, and he says, Hey, I got this plan. I'm going to, I wrote a letter saying, like, you're a terrible person, lady. I don't like you. Never see me again. And I'm like, I'm going to sign it, like, the human's name, and I want you to deliver it to her, and then I'll get the chick. And I go, that is a, that's a great idea. So I take the letter, and I go to the human guy, and I go, Hey, dude, this elf guy is trying to pull this thing off on you, and he's trying to get this lady not to see you anymore. And he goes, oh, that's the worst. You give me that note right now. I'm going to write a letter saying I'm from the elf and I'm going to sign it his name and it's going to say the same thing if you could deliver that to her for me. And I go, that is, I will do that. So I go to the lady 
and I give her the note from the human pretending, you know, to be the elf. And she goes, this is awful. Why would the elf talk to me this way? Is this really what it says it is? And I go, no, the human wrote it. It was totally his idea. And she goes, well, I'll never speak to that human ever again. <laughs> and so it was pretty cool, right? So what I ended up doing was I ended up taking the human with me on an expedition, and then I got him murdered down in one of the deep dungeons under Skyrim, reanimated his corpse, and then got him murdered by the same trap a second time. Nice. And then I married the woman. <laughs> God, you were such an <laughs> awful person. My house. You know, because ah, I played Skyrim also, and you know what I did when I went to that situation? What would you do? I did the exact same thing, except the opposite. I, I screwed over the elf. Um... Well, that's what made me mad, though, because I ended up marrying the chick, right? Yeah. And so we're there in my house in the main city there, and then all of a sudden I get home from my adventuring, right? I killed a couple dragons, I saved the town, whatever, and then who's sitting in my living room? The elf! The elf. The elf was hanging out in my house. He doesn't even live in that town. I have no idea why he was even there. I had to have, I had, did not actually open a conversation bubble like, hey, uh, what's up? Because that's if, all I wanted it to say. Imagine that you, this played out in real life and that happened. Yeah. This guy you totally screwed over, and you're like, yeah, he'll I never find out woman. that I screwed over I didn't even, his woman. I didn't even want his woman until he you, told me he wanted her. Then you go to your house, and he's sitting in your rocking chair. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> and, and, but here's the worst thing, though. And just, I mean, it's the mechanics of Skyrim, right? So I get home, I see the elf sitting in the chair, like having dinner with my wife, and I'm like, uh. And then the elf never says a word to me, just gets up, just call me, gets, stands up. And just walks out of the house. Wow. Not a word. He just walks right out. And I'm like, awkward. And that's your Major League Baseball report via Skyrim. <laughs> and there's your Skyrim Baseball report. Raisin Brent gets you all the happening details of baseball as seen through the prism of Skyrim. A medieval, a medieval fantasy video game. Role-playing adventure fantasy game. So how about them Cubs? Yeah, Cubs are not good, except they scored 14 runs yesterday, I think. I think the segment just died. Uh, well, you did mention the Cubs. We'll be right back after three seconds of Lee Greenwood. And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. Three seconds. The best kind of three seconds. One, two, two three. That was three. the worst kind of three seconds because it was boring. Now, here's the worst kind of three seconds. Sure. Hey, I'm Ray. Here's my opinion. Here's what I like and don't like. That was a terrible three seconds. Uh, I hate you so much right now. Anyway, NBA Finals just ended. We had our big guest, Brian O'Connell, last week giving us a double-length episode talking about NBA, the National Basketball Adulteration Association. I I will say this. Looking back on uh, our conversation with Brian O'Connell, he poo-pooed the idea of a conspiracy with the NFL. NBA referees. Weird. And I also agreed with him. And after watching the finals. After watching the last 20 seconds of game six, do you still hold the opinions? Ray, or have you come to my side. I'm coming over to your side. Thank you. That was. <laughs> it was brutal. Unbelievable. How many. I mean, I made the joke on Facebook. I guess Manu didn't earn that foul when the guy punched him in the face taking a shot. Uh, how about Danny Green getting knocked into. Uh, right. What state were they in? Yeah, they got knocked all the way into Georgia. Yeah. He, from Miami. I think he fell into the ocean somewhere. He landed in Cuba. 
They had to save him from drowning. He got knocked into the out of the arena, into the ocean somewhere. They had to send Ilian Gonzalez on a raft in he order to go like, find him. He looked like he got hit by Zod in Metropolis. <laughs> he, he flew so far. Man, he didn't earn that foul, man. He didn't earn that foul. It's the end of the NBA Finals. What do you mean to earn? Ah, drive me crazy. Ah, that was that and, was awful. Oh, who predicted the heat? Who predicted? Who sat here? Okay, and said there's no chance in all he double hockey sticks that David Stern, in his last season, does not allow LeBron James to win the title. Okay, who sat here? You the, said that, right? Of course, I you said, said that. You said that you said it was going to be the Heat and seven. But let me say this, okay? I feel like we both have the right to say we were correct because. The Spurs should have won in and six. And what should have happened, yeah. the Spurs should have won in game six, which they, is what I predicted. It's true. And you predicted the conspiracy that they would not let that happen and Correct. they would lose in game seven. And that's what happened oh, also. Oh, look. That's exactly what happened. Ha-boom, 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 boom boom I got, I mean, I got to say, I got really, I mean, I don't in particularly hate the heat or anything. Uh, I do hate the heat. Well, I don't hate the heat. I hate the way that NBA games are refereed. And I said that last week. And my friend, one of my friends on Facebook that is notorious for just being a Chicago homer, uh, was talking about it. He goes, oh, this is totally rigged. Rigged NBA. Uh, hasn't been good since Jordan was in town. And then I had to go, I had to say, I had to say like, okay, fair enough. It did seem rigged. But uh, I'm a Pacers fan and we never, ever, 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 Ever got a call in Game Seven against Michael Jordan? When you consider that the what, what the difference between the best players and the almost as good players pretty much is how they get officiated. Like the, the, when the best player in the world gets all the calls, then the other teams have no chance. No chance. And so this is why you always have the team with the number one superstar winning the championship because they That's don't weird. get any calls. It's oh so weird how that works out. How the top lottery picks. We talked about this last time, but yeah, it's it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me that Manu didn't get the call. It's crazy to me that the call in the end didn't happen. Yeah. It blows my mind that, once again, it's like you watch the same script. I just don't understand how people aren't just bored with the NBA right now. It's, it's Somebody gets famous, and then they're basically gifted a couple of championships, and then they talk about how great they are uh, over and over again, and then bring up the next superstar. It's probably Kevin Durant's turn, right? Is it his turn next to come up and win two or three championships? Well, I, no, the key is now LeBron's going to be the best player in the NBA for the next five years still. You don't so think LeBron's going to win six, seven championships, though, do you? Well, uh, hey. I can see him doing one more, maybe, yeah, but he and Tim, that, He and Tim Donahue are, are going to get together and win <laughs> four more championships. You're going to get together. Refs win NBA championship for 16th straight year. So my other favorite thing about the NBA Finals, though, getting back to it, is the fact that in Game 6 with 20 seconds to go in the NBA Finals, all the Miami Heat fans left. They left the arena down by 5 with 20 seconds to go. The Spurs stuff was starting to get hung on the walls. The the the, the plastic wrap went the up coach, the placard. The coach threw the towel on the... Right? In yeah, the middle of the it ring? Was, it was over. He threw it, and all the NBA fans, all the Heat fans, what, five of them, I think, showed up to the game, all took off, only to get to their car, put on the radio, and find out the game was going to overtime, at which point they rushed back into the stadium to try to get back in again. And my understanding is they were all denied admission. That's what it's like to be a crap fan in a crap city. Sports town, at least. Miami's a nice city, but it's a crap sports town. You know what you call that, Ray? Sweet, sweet sweet justice. justice. That is sweet, sweet justice. I didn't think we were going to have a sweet, sweet justice, but when you give up on your team in game six of the finals because they're down two possessions with roughly two possessions worth of time left on the clock... And you leave and you don't get to see the overtime where your team wins, that's 
Sweet, sweet justice. I feel like you have to stay till the very end, not because yes. You know, even if you're, even if you know your team has lost, let's say they're down by ten right then, and there's absolutely no way for them to come back. You still want to stay there and watch because you don't want to. You know, you paid a lot of money for the tickets. One, right. two. You never know if something weird will happen at the end of the game. Like that could have happened right before the brawl in the palace that one time, and oh. no one would ever seen that. That that game was over. Yep. Uh, but it's not just that. I would just say out of respect for your team. Out of respect for your team. Out of respect for your team. Like, they've gotten all the way that far. Even if that is where they lose, don't you want to stand with them? Don't you consider yourself a real... Well, you're in yeah. Miami, so no. But you should consider yourself a real fan who's really bought an expensive ticket to a real finals game. And if your team's going down... What do you, it just shows what kind of uh, front runners they are. What and kind of bandwagon jerks they are is the fact that oh, did this team lose? And I'm out of here. I'm not standing with them. I'm not standing with that. And I'm not standing to watch the other team win the the trophy. No, I'll leave. I'll leave once the game is over. I don't. I mean, listen. If if I'm a Heat fan, a real Heat fan, there's got to be one somewhere. If I'm a real Heat fan and the other team wins the title on my court, I stay through the end of the game. And I do not stay for the trophy presentation because I, it's not my team. I, I don't stay, want to respect that, but I want to respect my team. I stay for the end of the game, and I stay for the trophy presentation. And here's why. I feel like I'm, when I'm watching, I live and die with the team. You know what I mean? I okay? do know what you mean. So when I watch it and my team loses, I won't watch every single second because as bad as I feel when I'm watching, that's the worst I'm going to feel. I want to think about how bad that felt. And then when my team finally wins a championship, I'm going to know both ends of the spectrum. That's right. Instead of like, ah, I left at the end, so I'm not sure exactly what happened. And now I'm going to celebrate really hard when they won. It but seems like you're kind of bandwagony. Yeah. You yeah. are completely bandwagony. You say if my, my team loses, but then I'm walking, I'm walking away from them when times are bad. But I'll absolutely be putting it in people's faces when times are good. No, 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 no. That to me is not what real fandom's all about. People of Miami, you should be ashamed of yourself. And if you left the stadium, shame on you. And additional shame on you because. It's rigged, and your team shouldn't have won. And you should have known the game was rigged because you're a Miami Heat fan. Yeah. Fans that were in the stadium that night, shame on you. Fans that were outside of the stadium that night and gave up on their team, shame on you. Extra shame. Uh, ladies that were in South Beach that night, que bonita. Ay, ay, ay. That's all I know. Is that a thing? Wow. I was, I was going to get us some traction with some latina ladies you know just to follow us on twitter and stuff and you had to do the ay 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 thing and now now i scared them off again yeah. <laughs> oh. we'll be right back after three seconds of bruce springsteen wow three seconds in a row i mean it'd be weird if we did three seconds of and didn't put them all in a row yeah, we did like one second, and then did a segment, and then another second, and they or just put the three seconds spread in in the segment itself. Superman. We saw the new Superman movie that took America by storm. One hundred and twenty some odd million dollar weekend, blowing away all box office projections, etc., etc. Very divided community on this. Now going into it, I had before I'd seen it. On my Facebook wall, there were half the posts where this is the greatest superhero movie. DC gets it right. I trust these DC superhero movies. Blah, 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 blah. And the other half of the people were like, this is the biggest piece of crap. Kick it over the cliff 300 style and see if it crawls back. Then we will accept it into the tribe. It is the worst movie. Zach, Zach Morris? Does Zach Morris say by the bell that made it? No, Zach Snyder should be ashamed of himself. Now, we have both seen... 
Man of Steel. Man of Steel. What'd you think? Well, it's definitely not the best superhero movie ever made. Well, that would be Punisher Warzone. I think we can all agree on that. That would be Mystery Men. Mystery Men was pretty good. Yeah. Kind of, actually, speaking of Zack Snyder, I kind of like Watchmen, too. Watchmen was great. It's one of those movies that kind of stays with you afterwards. Yeah. Pretty good. But so what were your initial impressions? What did you like? What did you not like about Man of Steel? Overall reaction, Brent, go. I thought the acting was good. Had fun seeing Krypton with dragons and stuff. Usually they don't really show too much of Krypton. It's a lot more of Krypton. Usually you just see that one chamber where they eject the pod from, and then it's just like supercomputer room, and then Krypton's gone. There are some major flaws with just the logic of this movie. There's quite a few of them, yes. Um, but what, what else did you like about the movie? Let's just, here, let's just talk about what we liked about the movie. Hey, Superman was buff, dude. It's a big dude, right? Yeah. He, yeah. He can look like the Dothraki guy from Game of Thrones. Right. Those huge, like, Jason moobs. Right. Moobs. That's a fun word to say. Moobs. <laughs> moobs. Hey, you guys. Moob over. You're in my way. Moobs. Good night, everybody. <laughs> No, there's a, there were things to like about the movie. I thought the acting, I agree with you 100%. The acting was pretty fantastic. Michael Shannon was great. Yeah, the guy who played Zod? Correct. He never said Neil before Zod, though. He played Zod, and he also played Greg Buell in 8 Mile. You remember Greg Buell? Greg Buell was Eminem's, his old classmate. Rabbit? That was sleeping with his mom, sleeping uh, with Kim Basinger. That was the same dude? Yeah, same dude. He was fantastic. The guy I thought the guy who played Superman was pretty good. Yeah. Obviously, Kevin Costner was really good. Kevin Russell, was Russell Crowe was fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Amy Adams did a pretty good job in there. Mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne got really fat. He got really fat. What happened to Lawrence Fishburne? So but, the acting in Superman actually pretty good. The plot almost non-intelligible. It really didn't make a lot of sense. And the character of Superman, now this is going to be a spoiler alert, I think. At the end of the movie, Superman kills a dude. Now, every single time, as the comic book nerds in my life have told me, every single time, DC heroes do not kill people. They do not kill people. That is not what they do. If, if Batman or Superman or it kills a person, it literally creates a rift in time and space, and they have to create a what-if scenario because these people would never kill people. Apparently, it happened when Superman killed Lex Luthor, and then all of a sudden, the whole world spiraled out of control, etc., etc., and the Justice League became like world dictators. So at the end of this movie, when Superman just goes ahead and kills a dude, it seems like it should be something that doesn't happen in the first movie. Yeah, and it's also a weird thing to happen in a movie where he... You know, let's let's uh, juxtapose this with uh, Superman Two, which is basically it's the same movie, yes. right? He basically fights in Metropolis, and they just destroy the city. There's a part in Superman when they create a giant crater, and there's just waste, arid wasteland where the Metropolis used to be. Like we're talking nine eleven times the thousand happened all the city, and then him and Zod fight, and then they go to this other part of Metropolis, and I turned to uh, my wife, Melissa, and I said, is there more of Metropolis left? Like, how? They, they've wiped out, like, roughly 20 miles of city. Yeah, and that's another thing that would never happen, is that, you know, in Superman 2, Superman leaves Metropolis because he doesn't want to fight in Metropolis because he knows there will be massive casualties. Oh, you mean, like, all, all that happened in the Superman movie? Yeah. 
Oh, you mean like how buildings are just being destroyed, entire city blocks literally turned to ash, and yet they keep cutting back to this one newspaper chick who's stuck under under a pipe. But then it's okay later for him to just make out with a chick in the rubble of the whole city. Right. Never mind the dead bodies everywhere, and supposedly he has super hearing, so he can hear the screams which go from miles in every direction. Hold on, dude. I gotta make out with the chick from the Muppet movie. Um, 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 Ah, Superman! Oh my god, my legs are gone! You could save me with your... Oh, Amy Adams. And I, I think, I mean, we talked about this beforehand. We both were just, like, confounded by the part of the script where uh, Zod and all of his buddies get sent to... They're treasonous. They commit yeah. an act to get... As Krypton is blowing up, Zod and his crew for, do a military coup, and they kill a whole bunch of the leaders of the planet, including, you know, spoiler alert, Russell Crowe. And what is, his, what is their punishment on this planet that's being destroyed by volcanic eruption? Get sent, where, get sent somewhere so you'll be safe and imprisoned. And then when all of us die, then you'll be free. Yeah, we'll see in 200 years, guy. No, you won't. You know your planet's blowing up. Look out the window. There's a big lava tidal wave about to hit the city. Why are you launching these people? Shouldn't you be launching yourself into space? It looks like Mauna Loa outside of their windows. It looks like the biggest, you know, volcano to ever be seen on Earth about to explode and yet they're like hey we're gonna send you guys away here i think it's really important as a people we do one of two remaining things ship the only baby we have hope for humanity to earth and also make sure all these treasonous convicts are saved from the apocalypse that's right they should have sent themselves into that weird place why would you not send yourself why not send and then let these superman's mom just die on the planet or at least in that cool dragon thing with the four wings. Hey, Superman's mom on Earth, Mrs. Kent, pretty hot. Oh, man. Diane Lane. Although, you know the line about... Um, I remember when Diane Lane was breezy on Six Pack, starring Kenny Rogers. Holy crap. We're not talking about that movie. Six Pack! I refuse to talk about Six Pack. This is a Superman discussion. I find the Superman movie to be boring. I felt that it took the first, it was an hour, two and a half hours long is way too long, especially when in the first hour, all he does is hang out in the snow. Yeah. You know what's great and is only 90 minutes long is Six Pack. Stop it. Kenny Rogers. We're not talking about Six Pack. I don't, it's, I don't care if it was a Goonies uh, predecessor. Brewster Baker. Oh my gosh. No. No, we're not talking about Six Pack. Fine, we'll do a six-pack show next week. Okay, here's the deal. We'll do a whole segment devoted. You, you, you create a presentation. We'll do a whole six-pack complete with clips from the movie. I'll, I'll do it all. All right. All right, we'll do Look for that next week on Raisin Brent. Unless we decide to cancel I'm the just, show before yeah, then. It's just like, Why would you want to talk about six-pack? You've derailed because Superman. Su- because Superman is terrible, like you said. It was, but so many people tell me I'm just so wrong. Like, what? I mean, the action was good, except for the fact that it was like the Transformers movie, the Michael Bay one, where it's just robot A hits robot B through a building. Okay, robot B comes back, hits robot A through another building, and then they just go back and forth. The the, the action scenes don't heighten; they don't build. Yeah, I didn't honestly. I hit you, you hit me. I hit you, you hit me. Yeah, I didn't honestly think that even the action scenes were that exciting. I liked the really fast motion thing where it would be like, it would be like, and it would be like super fast. And there's a punch, and it would be like frozen. Punch. Punch. 
much. I thought that was so cool. That was cool. But, some of the stuff about flying around. But it never heightened, though. You know, like no, you said. it didn't. I wish it would just be like, boom, boom, and we're done. When you have two people that can't actually hurt each other, who have like more power than God or Zod, get it? Yeah, like I mean, if I take this and I compare it to Superman two, you know, ninety five out of a hundred things in ninety five different categories, ninety five out of a hundred, I would like better about Superman two. I agree completely. If you were to give like a one through ten to the Superman movie, what would you give it? I, st- you know, as as just like a movie going experience, you know, and I watched it in three D. Uh, I still enjoyed watching the movie, but it didn't make any sense. You know, it a lot it really of it didn't, didn't make much sense. A lot of it didn't. Like, look- so I give it, you know, somewhere between a. Maybe like a six. Yeah, I was going to go six myself. Yeah. yeah, six, six and a half. Six, six and a half. Uh, you know, Superman trying so hard to protect his identity, yet he lets Lois Lane know who he is, and she brings local Smallville police to his farm's doorstep when Zod has already announced in every language that she's the only one who knows who he is. And then at the end of the movie, he tells the FBI agents when he smashes the drone that's been following him, I've been on this planet 33 years, and I'm from Kansas. Don't look for me. It's like, well, why don't you just give your home phone phone number and address? Right. Clark. Like, how does the world not know who Superman is at that point? Yeah, and the world already knows that Lois Lane knows who Superman is. So then yeah. every supervillain now is just good. They should at least just start attacking Lois Lane. Hey, I got an idea how to get to Superman. Lois Lane, can you put this kryptonite in your purse? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. So anyway, Superman, I, I think you know. could pass it. Watch it on HBO. Netflix it. When it's when it's live, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't feel a need to see that in theaters. Honestly, I would, I, I wouldn't really watch it again. Right, if you're a big DC fan, it's not, you're going to be annoyed by you know the plot and this S on my chest is my language for hope. Yeah. Oh. Well, here, here it's an S. Yes. Mm. That's how I felt walking out of the movie. Is there were some bros sitting right behind me who gave it a standing ovation at the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, I just woke up, dude. I fell asleep. I fell asleep three times during the movie. I started nodding off. And I got the bros behind me freaking going crazy. And I'm like, maybe that's it. I'm just not a bro. You know, the parts I, I, I did like in the movie, I, I did like a lot of the scenes with Kevin Costner. And, it was uh, great. The slice and, of life scenes. Of yeah, the slice of life scenes. People. Right. I, right. I did enjoy that stuff. You mean, oh, you mean in this movie where it's, it's very, very important to establish the fact that he would never hurt anybody or kill anybody. So that way, when he kills a dude at the end of the movie... <sighs> Well, I mean... Kevin Costner failed as a parent. If I think I'm not being so strict with the rules of the DC Universe, I think the reason he kills the guy is because he has no choice. Either he has to kill him or he's going to kill... Zod's going to kill everyone. So he chooses between the two. All right, I think that's enough of that. So let's just come on back with three seconds of... Yankee Doodle Dandy! Hey, welcome back after that exciting Superman talk that had nothing to do with sports. It's time for our favorite segment, Who's Getting Arrested Now? Who's Getting Arrested Now? And this week, we got a doozy. Oh, yeah. We got a story. Brent, why don't you lead us off here about the New England Patriots tight end, Aaron Hernandez. This story, I feel like this story is so, it it could end up being like, as big as the OJ story. It's pretty... Or as big as the Ray Lewis story, I was least. comparing it to the Ray Lewis story because it seems like a lot in common. But, Brent, why don't you set this up for us or anybody out there who may not have heard what happened to Aaron? Well, we've got Aaron Hernandez, star tight end for the New England Patriots. Yes. Goes out clubbing and partying with a group of his friends. Aaron Hernandez and three friends left 
almost like the hangover style. Mm-hmm. But, but how many came home? They came back with one less person. They than came that. back minute minus one person. And then that guy ended up being found dead, shot in the head. Shot in the head, mafia... Execution style. Execution style, like the boondock saints. And then when, you know, the police try to do some investigating and they... Hey, Aaron Hernandez, uh, call me crazy, but you and three guys left to go out drinking last night and we couldn't help but notice only you and two guys came home and we found a body. Any knowledge at all about what happened with he, guy you were? Yeah, out with? here. Why don't you check my uh, security system? Sure. That, oh, well, you let's know, just randomly check out security system. Oh randomly, my gosh! Somehow it got destroyed. Well, last it looks like night. someone took a baseball bat to it. Oh no no no! Uh, it just it's probably it ra- just raccoons. It just fell apart. You know, Magneto. Was but here, here, but here, here, you can have my phone in, in case you want. Oh, my here's cell your phone. phone. What the heck? It's all in pieces. Oh yeah, I, I dropped it. Uh, you, when you, I dropped the phone, it cracks the screen a little bit. It doesn't. It doesn't completely no, 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 come no. apart. I, I dropped it from the top of the Empire State Building, and uh, that's fit. All the screws are missing. Like, how did you even do this? How did you do this? Oh, and thank you for noticing my house is clean. I had a uh, cleaning crew come and just clean every. It's the whole house has been bleached. Yeah, yeah. That's it just, reeks of bleach in here. Yeah, I just like to have people. I like to be really clean, you know, after a night of partying. I'm I just mean, saying this the, is so the, shady. The pieces all add up to something bad. Like if you were to use Occam's razor to this situation, at worst, at worst, this is an OJ situation. At the best, at best, it's a Ray Lewis. It's Ray Lewis. Situation. At best, he knows who killed the guy and didn't do anything. At worst. Allegedly, and I feel like OJ, the police are kind of—you know—the police are doing this in steps. They're—they're they're going through his house and they're taking evidence, and they're kind of telling him, "Okay, dude, if you're going to come clean, now is the time." We, we, because after we start, find it. after we start going through all this stuff, you're going to get obstruction of justice, and then we go higher from there. I will say this: I think who this looks most poorly upon, yeah, who this makes look the worst, is a man. Who could have influenced him for years, and somehow did not. Supposed to be a leader of men, supposed to be a pious individual. He was at one time the tight end for one Tim Tebow in college. Oh, teammates, Tim Tebow, and oh, coincidentally enough, who's going to get his job at tight end now that he's gone? Tim Tebow. Wait, is this a conspiracy? I think we've just unlocked a conspiracy here on the Raisin Brent Show. The dark side of Tim Tebow. The darker side of Tim Tebow. I mean, I don't think Tim Tebow had anything to do with this, but it is interesting that he was... I want Tim Tebow to have something to do with this. I don't. I want, I want, to, find, I Look, want to find bodies in his Aaron closet. Aaron Hernandez already has a guy that's suing him for sh- shooting his eye out. Shooting him in the face, yes. Yeah, he shot him like in the arm and it bounced up and took his eye out so he didn't shoot him in the face but he shot him and he lost his eye it was straight um bb gun from a christmas story style and, and aaron hernandez has had you know aaron legal hernandez problems. Put that down you'll shoot someone's and eye out he's had problems in the past so character issues on that one so i'm hoping you know i don't think it's tim tebow i think it's just aaron hernandez has been in this little bubble and one of those things where something bad happened and he's thinks he can kind of get away with whatever happened i mean we know that what the result was well, you remember the jason williams story no. Where J- uh, Jason Williams, he was the basketball player, and he was fooling, he was drunk. Oh, for the Nets. And he was fooling around with his gun, and he murdered the limo driver, the chauffeur. 
He shot him and murdered him, at which point he immediately started freaking out and he started working on the conspiracy. Okay, he was drunk and he was playing with my gun and you guys weren't in the room and then we heard a gunshot and then like it, the, the story was just made no sense whatsoever. I'm wondering if maybe a similar... But you don't get killed execution style when that happens, do you? Yeah, the, something went really wrong and Aaron Hernandez, 98% knows what happened. Or knows who did it, and I, I really hope that he comes clean and the story comes out because I, I, you know, it's going to be an interesting story. Yeah, although you would think that they would just circle the wagons and just try to ride it out. You would think, but much like Ray Lewis, his football career is over after that type of a scandal happens, right? Until this is cleared up. Yeah. What, whatever happened to Ray Lewis? He didn't play you know, again he got... after that, did he? Did he play again after that? <laughs> yes. Oh, Aaron Hernandez huh. went to. You know the stadium the other day, and they made him leave. Yeah, he could, he could execution style kill Tom Brady. They're like, uh, there are no coaches here. You need to leave. Aaron Hernandez, the FBI wants you for manslaughter charges at worst. Maybe we don't need you working out today. Yeah, maybe you don't need to worry about. Yeah, yeah, you want to talk to coaches? I think they're cool. I, I think you know we're good. Let's let's get this important thing solved first. Yeah. called life <laughs> let's maybe figure out how to keep you out of rikers and then we'll worry about the green bay packers next year yeah i mean I, we're having a little bit of fun with this but it's really disturbing it is you kind know, of a bad story this, yeah. and it bugs me I, you know because you've seen it happen in the past where oj originally totally got well, away with he's it. he's still looking for the killers the real killers yeah he's i still think looking for him i think that's why he went to prison i think 90 he's looking of, for the real killers. 98 percent of people now know that he pretty much did it what and, yeah. Well then, uh, sir. Much like Mitt Romney, I'm in the two percent. I hope. Yeah, I hope you're not, because I think OJ is innocent. I, you know what? I respect his work as part of the Naked Gun movies too much to believe. Mm-hmm. And that commercial where he is I running through the his, airport. I respect his work in that uh, that exercise video that he did uh, during the time when supposedly he couldn't move at all. There's no way he could murder people because he couldn't exercise. And then he did a, a like an exercise video during that time. I look forward to seeing the Aaron Hernandez exercise video. I don't want to see either one of those. No. No. <laughs> Neither at all? No. I have a hard time actually watching the Naked Gun movies now because of OJ. Is that weird? You know what? This, they're great You're going to think this is a bit. It's not. When the whole OJ thing was happening, yeah. right? I already think it's a bit. It's not a bit. Oh, okay. Uh, this really happened to me, and, and maybe it's just because I really wanted it to, you know, like I just said, I, I really want to find out what happened. So I really wanted the truth to come out, and so... I was watching TV during that time. Okay. And I and I have I have no idea what's on. I just turned on the TV and you see OJ hiding in these bushes. And it was one of the Naked Gun movies, but for a second before <laughs> no. before before people started talking, cuz there's a long quiet scene in there. Oh, I was sitting there when I I immediately saw it and I was like, he got caught on Camera. I thought they were showing like clip from a video where he where he actually was seen <laughs> leaving the crime scene or something. For a second, I thought that that was real when that happened. That is truly horrifying. And now if you watch that movie, you'll see it. You, you, you can't you unsee it Yeah, once you can't unsee it. it. Oh, no. Poor Naked Gun movies. Poor Leslie Nielsen. Poor Frank Drebin. He just can't get anything right. Right. Poor Enrico Palazzo. Poor Enrico Palazzo. I would say Naked Gun is probably the best baseball movie ever made. The most funny baseball movie Most ever funny? Made. I like Major League. Well, you got to love Major League. But. Yeah. Bull Durham was pretty good. Too. Although, how unbelievable is Major League? They made the Indians be good. We've talked right? about that before. Yeah, we're just going to cut this. So unbelievable. Now. We've cut this. Oh, jeez. Anyway, 
Aaron Hernandez is the answer to our favorite question. Who's, Who's getting, getting arrested, arrested now? Who's getting arrested now? Anything more you want to add to that? No. All right, then. Let's just go right to three seconds of Back in the USSR. And we're back. Hey, that Twitter is kind of a crazy thing, isn't it? I mean, obviously, we are both Twitter presences. I am at Almighty Ray. You are? At Scoops Pope. And the show itself is at Ray Brent Podcast. You can, of course, tweet at us, like us, follow us, yell at us, whatever you want to do. But uh, you had yourself an exciting experience on Twitter not too long ago. I did. Uh, just a couple days ago, I was actually watching SportsCenter in the middle of the day. Sure. And... Uh, Todd Grisham was the was the was the male anchor. Was the anchor, sure. Yeah. And he was having some problem with some major league baseball names and uh, you know There's some hard names in baseball. There are some hard names and these names were difficult names, but they're also guys that have been around for like 12 10, 10 12 yeah, years. 10, 12 yeah. years. So I expect him to know them. And then so I, I tweeted at Todd Grisham. I said, "Dude, you said Michael Cudler and then Cudger and it's Kadir. It's Michael Kadir. Yeah. Everybody, even non-twins fans, right. should know that. And then I, and then I, my tweet also said, "And you said Dan Harden and Dan Haran, and it's Dan Heron. Dan Heron, yeah, yeah. So you know, and it was kind of trolly of me to do that. But I also was like, well, he's a sports center anchor. He we, should be able to pronounce these names. I know these we names. We poke a little bit. Yeah. You know, we poke the so, bit a little bit. We can't I, help know, it. We're troublemakers. What kind of response would you think I would get back from Todd Grisham? Well, I would think that Todd Grisham would write back being like... Um, or not respond at all, maybe. Well, one, probably just block. Block. Or just say whatever troll. Or say, hey, I do a bunch of these shows. Like, I'm a lot, I make mistakes sometimes. Why don't you come and sit in my chair? And, like, I'll mm-hmm. be all big time towards you and all that. That's what I would expect, at least. Yeah. Here's what Todd Grisham, he actually responded to me, and he said, not my best effort. <laughs> he totally owned he it. He owned it. I mean, good for Todd. Good for him. Todd Grisham's he's now my favorite sports center anchor. Uh, he's just become my favorite sports center an- anchor yeah. after uh, Kenny Mayne. Well, no longer does Kenny Mayne is the man. Yeah. yeah, we both agree on that. But Todd Grisham currently, you know, goes to the top of my list just for being a cool dude. If I see he's on, I'm going to watch a minute or two extra, I'm going to say. Yeah. For sure. And so was that the end of the exchange? Well, then I then I was kind of like, well, I can't, you know, be trolly towards the guy. So I was like, I was You're like, not going to hate on him if he's Yeah, so basically cool. then I sent him a tweet back. I said, hey, we all have bad days. I'm sure you'll recover. And he was like, thanks, dude. You know. Nah. So it was no names. <laughs> Todd, big ups to Todd big Grisham. Big ups to Todd Grisham. Big ups to Twitter to allow us to have those kinds of exchanges. Yeah. Uh, you know, you know, one of my favorite exchanges I ever had was a Joey Greco from the TV show Cheaters. What? I went back. It was. It was during a football. It was last year uh, during the Detroit Lions Tennessee Titans game. Uh, which is like week two or something of the season. I was actually on set. I was filming a short movie. Uh the girl of my dreams. Uh, it's going to be come, probably coming out later this year. We'll hype it to death. I have one line in it. It's, it's not exactly like it's a big part. My wife, Melissa, has an entire scene. She plays a doctor. I, I had one. But I was sitting there just like literally waiting all day. I was there for a good 10 to 12 hours listening to the Lions game, waiting for my one scene where I got to bump a dude when I walked out of an elevator. That was my one big thing in the movie. And so I'm sitting there just randomly tweeting at people, and Joey Greco is posting a whole bunch of football stuff, but it's all like non-specific football stuff. So I just sort of tweeted at him. I was just like, "Hey, man, uh, you know, it doesn't sound like you actually have a team. Why don't you, it's time for the Lions bandwagon? Come on, Joey Greco!" And then I was shocked. Like a minute later, Joey Greco writes back at Almighty Ray. 
Uh, actually, dude, I'm a New York Giants fan. My game already happened today, so don't worry about it. I'm just watching for fun now. You know, thanks, thanks for thanks for following. Wow. And I just thought that was kind of fun. So Joey Greco of Cheaters, the man who famously, potentially, allegedly got stabbed and fell off of a boat. Okay, so let me ask you a question, Ray. Okay. Of all of the Twitter followers that you have uh, that you don't know personally, that aren't personal friends of yours, sure. who would you say you're most proud of to, to say is a follower of you on Twitter? No question whatsoever. That would be PGA star, former Masters champ, and professional drunk. John Daly, the real John Daly PGA, follows Almighty Ray on Twitter, and it just sort of happened randomly out of the blue one day. I don't know if it was just a hashtag that caught his attention, and he says, I'm going to follow this guy. John Daly, I salute you. You are good people. You are good folk. How about nice. you? Uh, yeah, I, you know, mine actually is related to one of our teams that we always talk about. I have a guy for, that was from the Royals' heyday that follows me on Twitter now. Well, let me guess now. Was it George Brett? No, not George Brown. Willie Wilson. It is Willie Wilson. Is it Willie Wilson? Willie Wilson. Oh! 2,207 career hits. Love Willie Wilson. 668 career stolen bases. Is it safe to say one of the greatest beards in all of baseball yeah, history? Yeah. One of my favorite. I used to have a cat named Willie when I was a kid. And, you know, basically, you know, he got on Twitter last year, okay. uh, earlier this year, and I sent him a tweet. I said, hey, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I had a cat named Willie named after you. And he goes... I never seen that before, and he started following me on Twitter. That's so rad. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Willie Wilson, Willie Wilson, and John Daly, two good people, two good people. I think you know Willie Wilson, one of the greatest beards in all of baseball, and John Daly, one of the greatest episodes of DTs uh, in public. Hey, think about Willie Wilson, like from that era of baseball. It's just a totally different era of baseball. Really, six hundred sixty-eight stolen bases. Who would have six hundred sixty-eight stolen bases now? Well, that's from the era of Vince Coleman, Ricky Henderson, when there were people that stole over 100 bases every year, and now it's like 58 will get you the crown. Yeah. Just a different world. Right. From where we come from. Yeah, he had 83 one year, 79 another year. Yeah. And he was, probably didn't even win the, the stolen base title that year. It was impossible. There were a lot of very fast people out there. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter, though. Follow us on Twitter. I'll follow you back. Brazen Brent Show will be guaranteed to follow you back. That's if, right. If you follow us on Twitter. It's sort of our policy on the show. We'll be right back after three seconds of A Horse With No Name. Well, we're back to wrap up this episode of Raisin Brent. I'm Ray. I'm Brent. And here's, uh, well, let's see here. Do you have any shows coming up, Brent? You said you're going out of town for a little bit. I am. If you guys are going to be in, uh, or if you live in New York. Or you're going to be in New York. Or you're going to be in New York. You don't have to live there. I'll be uh, doing a show uh, Saturday the, what is it, the 29th. Okay. At Upright Citizens Brigade in Chelsea. With, uh, That's a good get. A group called uh, Comic Book Live. Comic book. We live. dress up like comic book. Are you playing uh, Kingpin? No, I'm either going to play Bane or or the Penguin. One of those two. Oh, that's both. Fair. Will you play both of those characters? Sure. Well, good for you, dude. So, what, what what's the uh, time of day again? Location? 11:30 a.m. Saturday the 29th. Part uh, of the Del Close. Part marathon? of the Del Close Marathon. Good, good yeah, job, dude. That'll be fun. What about you? What's going on? Uh, well, I just wrote a sketch. It was on a show called Top Story Weekly that we're both affiliated with. Uh, it's gonna You can check it out. I'll put a little link to the sketch on our Facebook page, Ray Brent Podcast, facebook.com slash Ray Brent Podcast. If you want to check out some stuff that I wrote, I wrote a naughty little sketch, lots of profane words in it and, and dirty talk, uh, starring the guy from the Men's Warehouse commercials, George Zimmer. Nice. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. We had You're going to like Ray's sketch. 
I guarantee it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So anyway, we've got some thanks for thanking people today. We've got to yeah. thank, of course, David Noel for producing, Greg Lopez for writing us a jingle. We've got to thank Jeremy Buck and the Bang and... Uh, the train wrecks. The train wrecks for our music. You have a train wrecks related story. I do. I just concert I just, last night. I went to uh, you know Ben Folds Five and Bare Naked Ladies concert last night, and actually ran into Garner Knudsen, who is the lead singer of the train wrecks hey, at the concert. That? Yeah, yeah. Really how's how's he Garner. doing? He's great. Yeah, he's great because he was at the same concert I was, and it was an amazing concert. I thought you were going to say he's great because his his music is being appreciated by the audience. Oh, that's of right. The Raisin, Raisin Bread Show. Yeah. yeah. So uh, check out the the train wrecks on trainwrecks.com. They do our closing show. It's an awesome song. Uh, also, I wanted to like personally say thanks to uh, James Gandolfini, R.I.P. for all the awesome work on television and films. Yeah, we didn't really touch on it a lot. It's kind of a depressing story. I don't know if it really fits the. Not that anything really fits the meta of what we do on this show, but we yeah. try to keep it a little, little bit more upbeat and goofy. Yeah. And but we're both big fans. Big fan of The Sopranos. Big fan of James Gandolfini. I really liked him in Crimson Tide. Yeah, uh, playing a naval officer. Of course, True Romance. And it's just you know, it just makes me sad. He was a B. He was a Rutgers fan. You always see him at the games yeah. there. Too young. Too young. Too young. It'll just show. I mean, unfortunately, this is something that can happen. Is if you're kind of known for one big thing and that big thing ends, if you don't have a direction in your life, you don't have a next thing for you to go to. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I see it so many times. Uh, people just pass away. Like there's just nothing more. The, the Charles M. Schultz from Peanuts. You know, he finished writing to Charlie Brown comics, and like two months later, gone. Yeah. Uh, Bill Waterson, Calvin and Hobbs, same deal. Gone. Joe Paterno. Yeah. Done coaching Penn State. Gone. Like stay right busy, afterwards. folks. Stay busy. Get yourself something to do, man, and and you know, and try to keep yourself in shape and whatnot yep. too. So James Gandolfini uh, will be missed very sadly. Yeah. You know something that I find uh, funny. It's not. It's it. We were watching that uh, video called uh, Granite State of Mind about New Ooh, Hampshire. That's a funny video, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there's a place, there's a rock formation in uh, New Hampshire called The Old Man. The Old Man, yeah, it was on the back yeah. of a quarter. Yeah. yeah. you know what the old, So you know what The Old Man is. I do, yeah. Uh, you know that The Old Man like fell down a couple it, years it ago? It eroded and it's yeah. gone now. Yeah, so... And it, it, we have it, a friend who's from New Hampshire that just loves The Old Man, and I just like troll oh. him about The Old Man all the time, and he hates it. Well, he was an old man. He had to yeah. go eventually. Right? Yeah. I mean, he was in the, uh, you know, he was in that one... Metallica video. Uh, we played that really weird. Master of puppets, I'm pulling your strings. Old man. Old man. Like cut No, the guy from Nothing Else Matters, that video. Wasn't that the old man from New Hampshire? Nothing Else Matters. Even cold November rain. You know what comes out tomorrow that's going to be amazing? Here's a fact. The Deadpool video game. Will we get a full review of the Deadpool video game in the next episode of The Raisin Brent Show? Uh, maybe I, I'm out of town most of the time, but at least the week after that I will. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. Let's end the show. Yeah. Anything else you want to say? Bye. Bye, everybody. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. Gonna have to drag me out in chains. You're gonna have to drag me out in chains. What you wanted And then you run and you flaunt it I've got something to There were plants and house and rocks and things I went to the desert on a hospital name I felt good to be out We need to make more music videos <laughs>